just got pixelexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Let's get down to business. Yeah, let's do. That's all I remember. That's what all was, you remember? Yeah, what's the next part? To defeat... The Huns. That's how it goes. That's right. <laughs> Thank that's you, right. Donnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a continuation. Right? We're still talking about Mulan, but this time we're talking about one that I really, really enjoy, which is the animated feature. Mulan. Yeah. After watching the uh, the new version, the new, new dramatic version of it, we immediately had to go and then watch the uh, animated version. Yeah. And boy, howdy, was that a good show. It's a much different a uh, sure spectacle is. isn't it sure is peppy <laughs> peppy <laughs> well you know i have i i i have come to a conclusion that the reason that the animated movies work so much better than these live action ones is because they have they have the ability to nuance performance that just can't be done oh, in any other way that's very true uh they, they do scrutinize every second and they they draw every single facial expression. So if they need a facial expression to look a specific way to put across an idea or emotion, Mm -hmm. they do and they can, you know, which is great. Uh, Mulan is one of those movies that I watched a lot growing up. Mm. Uh, It uh, is hilarious. It really is. And it gives me chills. Ah, it's one of those kind of movies that you, I can enjoy watching anytime it's on. Personally. Yeah, I mean the hilarity all comes from uh, Muju, right? Eddie like, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have to say, for years now, because this is the first time I'm watching the show ever. Yeah, um, I thought I couldn't quite figure out how, like, because he was in the Donkey and Shrek, uh-huh. and then he was the, and then he was the, yeah, what? Like, it didn't make any kind of sense to me. It's yeah. really not that hard to figure out. He it's played not. both characters. Yeah. Why it was so hard for me to comprehend. <laughs> silly uh, well you hadn't seen mulan either no and the voice anyway amazing amazing that's exactly what you want out of a sidekick comedy character right like you want him to like move the show, show forward and create. make you chuckle when things aren't necessarily going great oh completely you know? and i play that you, character daily now <laughs> i laugh at you constantly uh now you know where the thing from our intro comes from too because when i said "Ooh, we should put mushu on there saying dishonor on you dishonor on your cow and you're like okay i don't know what that is hilarious now you know yeah all these Uh, years later so this is this is a good movie it moves at a very good clip there's very little filler right Uh, there is some but there's very little filler in this movie where uh, you start off at a full run with Mulan going to the matchmaker pretty yeah. much immediately. Yeah, get right to it. Uh, you you have the the nightmare that is their matchmaker. Fa Mulan. <laughs> Present speaking without permission. Uh-huh. Uh, she's uh, iconic. 
and gets tea spilled all over her. Right. And, and I, we see, we're introduced very quickly to the fact that Mulan doesn't really fit as this dainty, quiet, respectful, you know, shy, reserved kind of person that they're trying to make her be very quickly. Again, I identify perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> You're so loud. Uh, and not dainty. And they yeah. called a lot of things. <laughs> dainty. Delicate. Dainty. <laughs> it's not one of them. Uh, and this is this is the issue that I had with the live action one is that they insisted on going back to when she was a little girl to show these sort of things. And I'm uh, like, yeah. it's unnecessary. We can see that in this version where she's a adult. Right. Like, I'm not really sure how old she's supposed to be in this. I'm assuming like 16, 17, somewhere around in there. I don't know. 16 going on 17? Yeah. Something like that. Put her at 18 just to be <laughs> safe. Uh, and... She she's a full grown woman that can make decisions. And this is the person that she is. It has nothing to do with how she was when she was little. You yeah. know what I mean? Very much so. And this version of when she goes to the matchmaker makes a complete mess of things. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. She did. <laughs> she, and it built up to a certain scene. Like, it, you know, you look at all the things that she did and you're like, oh, yeah. Comedy of airs gone gone perfectly she runs late her bath is cold her grandma gives her a cricket you know like she writes on her arm the arm turns (laughs) the lady like it just builds and builds and builds and builds and you're like okay this is hilarious yeah uh after the other scene that you know didn't make really any sense at all because she'd only done one thing in the other scene yeah um anyway this is what they were trying to recapture and boy was it funny it was a lot different yeah uh and then of course we have the moment where uh they're required to have one man from every family volunteer to be part of the army. Mm. And Mulan's father says he'll go, even though he's already fought in a war, he's old and he's injured. Poor guy. Uh, They're pretty sure he's going to die if he goes to war. Uh, And you have um, this great moment of Mulan deciding, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And she takes his armor. She cuts her hair off. Mm. and rides off yeah uh it's it's a very dramatic scene in the animated version i feel like in the live action version there was almost there was almost no music in the live action version right there was so some of the emotion was lost Mm -hmm. when when there's no music because you don't have the 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 matchmaker song you don't have reflection which is probably one of disney's most popular Disney, like the Disney princesses get the best songs. They do. You know, uh, but reflection was basically the let it go of its time that like everybody was singing reflection Uh, constantly. Uh, and then she heads off to war and the guardian, the, the ancestors decide they need to send a guardian to help move on, which is where Eddie Murphy's Mushu comes into things. Now we get Mushu and he's hilarious. He does that. I live. I just. <laughs> I love Eddie Murphy in this movie. It's so. Can you imagine stupid. the movie without him in there? It would be. It would be the live action one. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, Thank you, Eddie Murphy. He decides that the only way to become a full fledged guardian again for the family is to help Mulan, basically, not survive war, but beca- basically become a war hero, yeah. so that he can get in t- good with the the ancestors again so his motivations are a little mm. 
shady. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, really, but I remember Eddie Murphy from the early 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And he was raunchy. He was not family he friendly. Was so yeah. un... And then I went to my mom's house and she was taking care of the kids and she was laughing her... Te- she just laughing, crying, tears coming down her cheeks at Eddie Murphy. Oh. Um, I think in Shrek probably, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. But And I was like, uh... <laughs> This is not the Eddie Murphy I remember. Um, and she's like, oh, is that who that is? Oh, I would never listen to him. Like, it was like, it was very hilarious to me. And so ever ever since that point, it's been interesting for me to make that connection in my head. But now I see what the whole world's known all along. Well, and that's very interesting because that's a lot of what happened in the 90s with Disney. Uh, they They would bring on people that were extremely talented, but maybe hadn't been in a family-friendly situation. Ah. Uh, for instance, Robin Williams oh, yeah, good wasn't point. necessarily a family name. Yeah. Um, I believe, I mean, obviously before that, he had done Mork and Mindy, right. which was kind of a family sitcom. But his TV. stand-up wasn't really family-friendly. Yeah. But they knew that they had a talent there that they needed to bring in, which was great. Um. But I think it's a lot of the same thing with Eddie Murphy is they're like, he's he's snappy. He's got the one-liners. He can deliver a line that sounds funny. Right. Let's do this. Glad they did. And yeah, for sure, because he has some of the most quotable lines. Loser. What if <laughs> I snap off one of your antenna and throw him off the yard? Who's the loser then? <laughs> uh, he's hilarious. This whole movie, he he carries the majority of the comedy, right? Yeah. Uh, another great thing that this movie does is character. You you follow Mulan into this camp and she's introduced to basically kind of the three guys that she yeah. is around. Yeah. And they're instantly recognizable as as three characters. Yeah. Uh, you learn them very quickly and you become attached to them more or less. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I like these people, you know, uh, which... I think was a failure in the live action version where I don't know that the characters were as memorable as they should have been. Uh, no, not to me. They were not. No, not nearly as much as they were obviously in the animated shows. Right. Um, and then we do get the great, uh, Donny Osmond song, <laughs> make a man out of you, which is just catchy beyond all reason right (laughs) there's no reason for it to be as catchy as it is but it totally is no it's great it's (laughs) fantastic uh and then also a scene that i don't know that modern disney would do and that is mulan bathing right and then being beset upon by three also bathing men oh i should go back and look to see if this was under eisner or if it was under um eiger I'm pretty sure it was Eisner, but I'm not 100% sure. I could see him willing to do it. Uh, It definitely wouldn't happen now. uh, No. Because it's not even just like coyly hinted at. Yeah. They they do a full on, there is a a nude man standing over Mulan, Uh. you know, and she's like, okay, well, there's that. (laughs) 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 And it's like, it's, it's a... It's a it's a funny scene, and I think it's hilarious. But it's true. One hundred percent, do not think modern Disney would do it. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, very good point. And actually, you know what? What I find funny about that scene, and it was in both movies with it and whatnot, but it very much reminded me of Yentl, 
right? <laughs> like, you could just see it coming from a mile away. You're saying that Mulan is the same as Barbara? Like, legitimately. Well, I mean, you know. But <laughs> the storylines are somewhat similar, and they have to have the iconic you know water scene in every movie they're like mm. of course this is the one thing the movie has in it right you have to do it. where a woman is pretending to be a man and the one way that the she would be found out is yeah this kind of scene and essentially they all stole it from yentl i don't know that's not yet let's not say <laughs> stole let's say it's a it's a brave homage to yentl <laughs> uh yeah it's an interesting scene that 100 would not happen now uh, we do have a little bit of a filler song with the girl worth fighting for song. I, I don't know that it was necessary. Uh, but the great thing about a girl worth fighting for is it's this ridiculous, upbeat, uh, hi ho, hi ho kind of song. Yeah. And then it instantly stops when we get to the burned village. Right. It's you almost get whiplash from the the change. Right. And it's so much more impactful when you when you do it that way, I think. Yeah, it gave you a lot of emotional highs and lows and I think added to the nuance of the movie. Yeah. We'll listen to us critiquing these. But yeah, um, I think it did. I think it definitely added to the, the whole journey you're on. It's such a stark difference that it really does give you an emotional reaction to it. They're literally whistling one frame before it switches over and it's a burned out village. Yeah, I feel like Lion King did that a little bit too. And when, when Simba and, um, and um, they're all playing the flower and then they end up in the elephant graveyard type of a thing. Yeah. It was, I mean, obviously not quite the same, but they were really good about that. Yeah. Giving us that moment where you're like, oh, mood change. Well, and it's a good, it's a good way to show that, uh, this is kind of how life is. You can be going along your merry way and then get hit with something Ugh. completely out of left field and be like, <laughs> okay, well, my entire day has changed now because of this. Lesson learned, right. kids. <laughs> you never know when you're going to end up Enjoy in... your whistle and singing about your wife moments because you never know when, when they're going to end. And you're going to end up in an elephant graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and from then on, the movie moves at a real quick pace. Right. We have a battle with uh, the Huns. Yeah. In which Mulan saves the day by causing an avalanche, but <laughs> uh, is unfortunately discovered to be a woman after this situation. How did you miss? He's three feet in front of you. How could you miss? <laughs> which I say all the time still. Uh, so... They they find out she's a woman. She's supposed to be killed for this. Yeah. But luckily, she had saved Shang's life, so he spares hers. Uh, but come to find out the Huns aren't all dead, and they're coming for the Emperor. And they rise like zombies out of the snow. <laughs> Did you see them, the Huns? They popped out of the snow <laughs> like daisies. <laughs> and then my favorite line is when he's like, oh, let's go kick some honey buns. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Uh, so Mulan now female again, or uh -huh. presenting female again, uh, tries to warn people. Not everybody will listen to her. Yeah. Find out. Of course she was right. Uh, and, uh, Mulan and her small group of friends have to basically save the emperor from the villain. Right. right? 
Uh, a lot of pressure for one little. It's an exciting scene. Yeah. Don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it. <laughs> From 94. Right. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> the statute of limitations on spoilers for this movie have long since run out. Uh, but I will say the the final scene that Mulan has with the Emperor has, has such a weight and a resonance to it. Yeah. That uh, I still get chills every time it happens. Uh, the it's it's basically everyone that had just watched her, which yeah. you pointed out was ridiculous. Why is everyone just watching this one woman? The fight ten thousand citizens of <laughs> China, the imperial city, right? And she's all running from the rooftops, and they're like, "Ooh, what's she gonna do next? Ooh, ah, Why don't you go help her?" Yeah, <laughs> this isn't a magic show. Uh. They all they all bow to her, including the emperor, uh, yeah. which is a great moment. Uh, he gives her his symbol to prove what she has done for him, yeah. and his sword to prove what she has done for China. And then everyone bows to her, which is really cool. Uh, and then she heads back home yeah. after all that. I totally want that um, Mulan symbol type of a thing. Oh, the thing that the emperor gave her? Yeah, why don't they sell that at Disney? I'd uh, buy one. I, yeah, I mean, maybe it's it's a too important of a thing to yeah. just mass produce and pass out to tourists. Oh. I don't know. Don't worry, folks. We're making a patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the great thing, too, is when she gets back uh, and she feels like she's finally worthy of her family, right? And she comes home with a sword and this symbol and she finds her father where they had had a conversation before mm -hmm. and she gives him all these things. She's like, look, 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 I'm a, I'm, I'm a worthy person now. And he literally throws them on the ground and, and says that she's the greatest gift oh. and honor. Right. Which is such a good wrap up to this Yeah, where it's not your worth isn't, always what you think it is right uh, your family doesn't always need or want you to be a specific thing for you to be worth their while oh you you are good enough as you are and your family loves you as you are that's kind of what i got from that mulan taking us to church up in here <laughs> She's teaching us the meaning of life uh, and then, of course, Mushu gets to be guardian again, which is great. Uh, the cricket finds out that they're lucky. I don't know how that. That's a weird wrap up to that. <laughs> and uh, something. And Shang comes to to dinner with Mulan after all this. Fancy, get it, Donny Osmond? Which you told me he's not the voice. Just he's the not song. the voice. He's just, just the a singer. singing voice. And it sounds just like Donny Osmond the whole time. Does it to me? Okay. Uh, another thing is Mulan's singing voice is Leia Salonga, who I love. Uh, she was the singing voice for Jasmine also. Oh. Um, so it's a royal voice right there. There's a couple voices you might recognize in this one. Uh, so having not seen this one before. Ah, uh, yeah. First impressions of this after watching the live action version. I mean, it just seems so unfair, right? Because I'm giving it a... <laughs> I'm giving it a, a a plus. Ooh, yeah. I'll, I'll just give it an A. I keep my pluses close. But uh, I would definitely give it an A. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. Right? And mainly because of the perfect balance of everything. Sure. It's a very heavy subject. They handle it appropriately. There's enough comedy to keep the kids entertained. Mm. Keeps me entertained. Yeah. Gives me through it. 
It was great. Good for them. Great characters. Memorable. Great songs. It was oh, really, really well. Songs. Yeah. Dirty comedy. Who loves it? I Which love I it. can say, I will point this out. I did bag a lot on the live action version. They did sneak in a couple strains of music from the animated version into the live action version. Mm-hmm. And they were my favorite parts. Yeah, that's true. I was singing along to the backing tracks. Right. You know, and you're like, what are you doing? Because you hadn't seen this movie yet. Now, this one, you actually did do a whole patch on, though. I did, uh, because I love Mulan. Um, I did a patch that has Mulan's family sword. Oh, yeah. And then a cherry blossom branch on it. And it says, I fight like a girl on it. (laughs) That's pretty. And I've had, I've sold quite a few of them. I had some interest from girl scout troops and things like that which is always that's fun, fun. uh it we almost is, donated them we're like sure yeah, where are these uh it is it's a good message to to share you know a girl can be a good girl without ever being weak yeah it does feel like there's did you play with the mushu uh patch at all for this at all um i did i had a really i <laughs> I felt it was a little too obscure at the end of the day. I had a cow that its spots spelled out dishonor. So it said (laughs) dishonor on your cow. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. And I, but you know, sometimes you have to swallow your pride and go, okay, not everybody's going to like this. I'm going to make something that more people will be able to identify. Do you still have it? Can we put it on like Instagram or something? Oh, for sure. Yeah. That'll be fine. Okay. And then, you know, obviously this patch too. Yes, this patch is available, DisneyPatch.com. Because it does feel like there's a bunch that we could have um, done from the show now. Yeah, and one of the downsides to you not seeing it is sometimes I'll bounce ideas off of you, and if you haven't seen it, you'll be like, okay, I don't know what that means. You know? I let you know that, though. Like, <laughs> I have no reference. <laughs> so if you if you would like a Dishonor on your cow patch, which I think is hilarious... Uh, let us know. We're more than happy to to maybe work that into our our plans for the upcoming year, 2021. We'll workshop and get right back to you. We'll get right back to you. Uh, but it's like I always say, let's go kick some honey buns. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique, and we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.